I'm getting the theme music to work. Do, do. Well, hey, it's Rachel, and welcome to my so-called mess. Welcome, Eddie. How are you? I'm good. Hello. Hello. It's recording. I set it up. It didn't take an hour this time. I'm feeling a little more accomplished. Yeah, I'm so I'm so proud of you. You're you're you've come so far in one week. Thank you. I just don't know how to actually turn on the soundboard. Exactly. But we'll yeah. get there. We'll get there. No, it's tough. You know, it doesn't have just like an on-off switch or something. Who the fuck knows? No, no, I don't know either. I wouldn't know how to. I would just do what you did and push buttons. Um, first day of school. Oh yeah, it was big. We walked. We we met up with Desi's family. And her kids are going to pre-K, and my kids are in kindergarten and second grade, and we all walked together. And we it really felt like we were taking over this town. So that, that kind of was a good feeling. Um, the kids are like, we got like a little posse rolling up into the school, and I feel like that's kind of awesome. I don't, I think I had that when I was little. Like, we had this family that we would always go to school with called the Beatties, and like we would like carpool with them and we'd always roll up to the school together but I just took it for granted that that was a thing you know I I was not allowed to walk to school I wanted to be a walker um we had to take the bus because I mean it was walkable but the rule for my school was my distance you had to either be dropped off or take the bus and both my parents worked so we took the bus but all my neighborhood kids like you know my whole block went to, you know we were like cool ass block i grew up on a fucking cool block or a cool street we weren't blocks we am not in this city i grew up on a cool street <laughs> where everyone wanted to hang out cool mm-hmm. with jenny was jenny there from the block jenny was not there from the block there were not many girls it was a boy block um <laughs> <laughs> it was navajo way would you call it a cock block <laughs> it was a lot of cock on that block. And they were mean. They used to play. We used to do things like, I think I've talked about this before. Like, um, these are the memories I have. Um, tackle frisbee in the snow or tackle football in the snow where they throw you face down in the snow. Getting iced in the face. Getting chased with Chinese stars. Those are my memories. But yeah, I'm sure that's cool rolling up on the first day with a whole crew. That feels welcoming. That feels yeah, like... My, my, kid, my kids never really got that because we were the pioneers of this whole thing. But, you know, this is her, her kid's first experience. And they've got, like, they know people at the school. They're, like, arriving with their friends. And it's like we're all participating in this experience together. And I feel like that's, that's kind of nice. That is nice. And so now the house is quiet. Is it sad? Oh, yeah. You know, Meg um, started work last week. So she's teaching at the other elementary school. I mean, there's several in town. But um, I've just been like 100% 
on duty with the kids for like five days. So there's a lot I've been putting off and it's, it's not been calm. It has been quiet, but I'm just like trying to catch up to, you know, where I was at the end of last school year, which was two months ago. It feels like forever. I I, yeah, it was a short summer, but two months does seem like a long time. I did get to go to the gym today, which I was pretty excited about. Like, I have been having to put that off because nice. my kids don't like child watch. Oh, but, yeah. That makes yeah, sense. I don't nice like to do a little run. I don't like that child watch either. What did you do at the gym today? I usually just run on the treadmill, like the Russian guy from Rocky Three. Oh, okay. And I have, like, a heartbeat monitor connected to me, and it's like, showing my pulse rate no i'm just kidding nice you're injecting me with stuff (laughs) that's what it should do i had planned on sleeping in this morning because my sleep has been Mm -hmm. shit and i was like okay i'm gonna take the day off from the gym and that means i have to go this weekend saturday and sunday but cool cool because usually i take one weekend day off so i still didn't sleep through the night because who the fuck sleeps through the night and but i woke up this morning and i'm like okay i'm going back to bed i'm sleeping in this is going to be fucking cool i'm gonna stay in bed and my phone was not on silent at 7 a.m i got a text from my dad's new girlfriend um they don't live in the same state because i guess that's a family thing you know we like distance He's doing long distance, huh? He's doing long distance. It's his girlfriend. How did she get your number? Is this like a long-term thing? Oh, so we've, we've met on the phone. Um, they first dated when they were like 13 or something or 14 or 15, something around there. And haven't spoken since um, until recently. But my dad's going through treatment right now for mm. vocal cord. I, I don't know, for cancer. It is like vocal cords. And so he has to have radiation every day for six weeks, except for the weekends. So he he usually calls her at 6 a.m. or 6.30 every morning. They talk. And he didn't call her this morning. And she panicked that something happened. And oh, my God. What I was like, I didn't know what to do. Like, what do I do? I'm, in, I'm not nearby. I could try and call him, too. My sister... Mm-hmm. Anyway, but it was, but there was this sweet part of it too. Like he's fine. He was fine. He didn't have his um, hearing aids in. So he didn't hear the phone and he overslept because he's tired. But it was kind of sweet to have this like, and then I saw the other side. I'm like, oh, this is what it looks like when you have anxiety about someone not calling or texting you. She was oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, I know yeah, something happened. Like you can, but you, it is. It's that anxiety. Like you convince yourself that your story's right, right? Like just because he didn't call, it means he's yeah. dead. And I, and in my head, I'm like, oh my god, I've done that so many times, and it was fine. Um, I, be- I believe there's a joke in there somewhere about old people and ghosting, and then it's like he was actually a ghost at that point. Oh, I like that. Like, you know? yeah. The whole time he was actually a ghost. Yeah, I, I feel like I haven't quite worked out the punchline. That could it's, be. It's in there. It's in there. And there's another, like, little short TV show or web series. Oh, yeah. You're going to make a whole show about this joke? No, yes. No, no, no. I am. I am. I feel like that's that's one that you, 
No, that's just one that you shit out like at the beginning of your stand-up set and people laugh or they don't. I mean, they're going to laugh. Okay. <laughs> Who are you going to cast? Like, is Ray Romano delivering it? What are we doing here? <laughs> Never mind. You don't have to do it. I think Ray Romano would be good for that. He bothers me. <laughs> um, yeah. He's on my list. Um, no, but it was kind of sweet, but... Yeah, so it woke my ass up real quick because when I first saw it, I was like, I'm not getting up. And then I was like, oh, fuck. Um, and I'm trying to be, con- I was trying to be really sweet, but I was like half asleep. So I woke up and then I ended up going to the gym. Oh. Hey, that's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So I went to the gym. It was just me and one other fool in the morning, this morning. And like, why do some people feel like it's okay to leave all your weights on the barbell or not to re-rack, re-rack your weights. Like, why do they feel like some, that's someone else's job? Or I have to ask I them. I don't know. I was thinking about getting into just, like, curls, you know, like some bicep stuff. And then I was like, there is so much going on with the weight section and the people in the weight section that I don't even want to be a part of that community. I would much rather just do my at-home weight thing and not have to get involved with all of the politics of that. Like, I'm sure there's more than just re-racking your weights. Like, you got to wipe stuff down. You got to wipe stuff you down. You got to, like, not... You got to not hog the the weights. Well, and, that or, like, you work... If somebody, has the, if somebody has the weight you want, you got to, like, okay, this is the other use of the word weight. You have to wait for them to be done with the weight. Yes, or you can ask, like, can we work in... Like, there's a whole, like, no talking, sign language it's not sign language, but pointing to things and hand gestures to get people to answer yeah. your questions at the gym without actually talking to anybody. Yeah, if you ever come back to Athens, you'll have to invite me into that world. I feel like I do need a posse to roll up in there, though. I would love to be a posse and roll up in the gym with you. Oh, well, yeah, I... Not gonna happen, but it's nice to think about. You don't know. Maybe I have. Pla- I was thinking I might come back to Athens to get my hair cut. To get your hair crimped, cut and colored. Oh, well, yeah, we can um, work out together. Yeah, because I don't know how I'm gonna find anybody here, and I like my person, and she's my my friend. So you've met her. Once, once you find a person. It's like getting married, right? Right. You just kind of like yeah. go with it. So I don't know. That's um, that's what I think I might do, or I might convince her to come here. Like, hey, you're coming for a visit. How about doing my hair too? Would that be rude? Visit me and do my hair? Yeah, I don't know. I, at one point, dated exclusively hairdressers. And never thought that it was okay to ask for a haircut. I just had to wait for them to want to give me one. And that just seemed inefficient. We were also watching that um, Seinfeld episode where he was dating a masseur or a masseuse. And it's like, he wants a massage really badly. And he's like trying to like position her hands on his shoulders and stuff. And she's just like not going there so i do i do feel like there's a line oh wait you're not fucking this person no not at all i don't know what i'm talking about i'm not fucking her um 
She's very fuckable, but we're not fucking. Um, just my closest friend. Maybe you have to. Maybe you should just fuck her. I, I <laughs> this mean, is my advice to you. I mean, for good hair, there's a lot. If once you find good hair color, cut and color, there's a there's not a lot you wouldn't do. <laughs> I'm so confused. Why? I'm talking about my stuff, right? No, I'm talking about my stuff. I'm just saying in general. Like, once you find somebody who's good at something you like, like, there's a lot you would probably, a lot of boundaries you would cross. Or I would. Am I making any sense? Yeah, yeah. Like, like you go to the the deli and you're like, well, this is an amazing bagel. And then you look back there and you're like, I could fuck that guy. Right? Like, oh, my God. If someone makes you a good sandwich or a salad, they totally become a whole bunch more fuckable. And... If they will keep that salad coming the way you uh, and keep you coming the way you like it, I mean, I would blow someone for a good salad. Wouldn't we all? I mean, good. You have to admit, good salads are hard to find. Yes, I admit. Okay, and it's I read a, it. It's a skill. I read an article about from a chef about why salads are better in restaurants. But they're not always, like, there's not a lot of good salad places. They make, like, the same old shit. But if I found a good salad, yeah, I'd fuck for it. You know, I found it's not the size of the salad that really matters. Like, big salads, whatever. If it's all arugula, you're wasting my time. Right. But, like, uh, a medium-sized, decent salad with some quality thoughtful ingredients not too many too you don't want to throw everything in there no you don't want to throw everything in sometimes they get the job done and i like a chopped salad yep have you have you ever had israeli salad i think you're frozen fuck there you are have you ever had israeli salad yeah like with tabbouleh or couscous no i know that's what you think okay but it's real, no, it's just like red or green lettuce chopped real fine, right? Then like onions, olives, pickles, not a lot in it, maybe chickpeas, but there's no dressing. The dressing is like the olive juice and the pickle juice. Yeah. Yeah. That shit's. Uh, when, we were in Mor- when we were in Morocco, they had a lot of stuff like that, but they would add couscous to everything there. That's so, true. You could hardly get something without couscous. That's true. Hey, you know what I'm reading right now? Uh, eat, pray, love. Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> I am reading Female Ejaculation and the G-Spot. Not your mother's orgasm book. Wow. What's the cover look like? Can you see it? It looks like a woman okay. having an orgasm. Yeah. yeah, and her hair is like, like kind of swept across her face. It looks blowing. like, yeah. So, so they do. She's also kind of like laying out on the beach or something. Oh yeah, that could be too. And like maybe she's finding her a real close up of her face. She's uh, in at the beach. That could be. So the first chapter is you got to expose that G spot. You got to get it right up there and. In their face. Well, she this the woman who does this does workshops like in person, where like the whole group will work together. No, that sounds not true. 
they have like mirrors and setups. So like, they're like, cool, check out, like open up and like, let's find all the pieces inside of you. And then they're like, okay, do you want to show your neighbor what it looks like inside you? And then they start to talk about female ejaculation and how to make that happen. So I didn't really read that much the first part because it's like how she does the workshop. And uh, I I, kind of like skimmed through it. But now I'm into how to actually, the the part where it's like the how to female ejaculate. Mm, That's cool. Um, A long time ago, I used to be a teenager and I've always been pretty interested in like video editing and comedy and stuff like that. And one of my ideas was to make one of those Gatorade commercials from the 90s where everything's in black and white, but, like, they're sweating out Gatorade. But I thought to do it with, like, female ejaculation porn and just have them, like, make the porn in black and white. And then when the ejaculate comes out, it would be, like, Gatorade colored. I like it. Um, It was really, like, conceptual and kind of mildly funny. And... Technically, it was a very hard thing to do. Did you try to do it? I did, yeah. I went for it. It wasn't as funny as you would think. I think you could try. I think with all the new technology in the world, you should try again. And the the phrase then was like, is it in you, right? Like the the slogan for Gatorade. That's what the slogan was in Gate for Gatorade? Yeah, is it in you? That's funny. Because it's like, is it in yet? Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> and if you have to ask that, that's my own, that's all I'm going to say. So right now I'm in the part where like, it's pretty, it's pretty interesting. So they, I have a question for you. Where's your third knuckle on your finger? I think you're frozen, so I'm going to keep talking to myself. So there's a thing about inserting your third knuckle inside you or your third joint, and I can't figure out where that is, but I'm pretty sure Eddie – oh, shit. Okay, so Eddie's gone, so I'm going to keep talking to myself, but he might be coming back. So I've been trying to figure out, yes, like how – it's really – you have to get in a really specific angle to have your finger all the way in and pointed. So I've been – reading about it and soon I'll practice and I'll let you know how it goes. Um, but I have completely lost Eddie and I'm trying to connect at the moment and, um, I'm going to try and join him again. But other than that, like it's a, it's an interesting book and I find all those things interesting. And I, I, um, there's been questions too over the years, like, is it pee? Is it ejaculate? And it's really interesting that the internal organ of women is so much like what's inside men. like, And there's so much more how big the clitoris is and all the other spots that have just kind of been like glossed over over the years. So women, it's time to get your pleasure back and um, explore. Like be okay exploring your body. I think it's so fascinating. And, you know, we were told for so long that masturbation and touching yourself is wrong fucking touch yourself how are you going to know what gives you pleasure unless you, you you discover that right like find your pleasure figure it out to, you know like touch yourself so then you can ask somebody when you're with other people 
to, to give you exactly what you want, to touch you where you need, at the pace you need. And that's that. Like, so take time, enjoy yourself. And it was just National Orgasm Day this past Sunday, so I hope you all took part in that. Um, I sure did. Um, it was a lot of fun. So I cannot get Eddie back on the line. So how about this? Today we're going to keep it a little short, but I want to remind you to touch yourselves. Enjoy. And this book, Female Ejaculation, the G-Spot, check it out. Um, if you have questions about female ejaculation, sex, toys, any of that, please do not hesitate to reach out. We are getting better and better each week about um, our recording. So this week will be a little short again, but we're going to get back to our regularly scheduled activity. Um, but yeah, you can send me a message at Fig Life Coaching um, and on Instagram, Fig Life Coaching. Email me um, at figlifecoaching.com. At gmail.com, sorry, check out my website. There will be more events coming soon. There's going to be so much more happening. So we will be back again real soon. I'll be back next week with Eddie. Thanks for being patient with us as we work out all the kinks. And peace out, motherfuckers.